Well, good evening, friends. Welcome to the front porch. It's it's Friday, and it is uh, great to be with you here tonight as we as we close our week out together. And I hope that um, wherever you're at, you've been able to stay dry. It's uh, been raining here in Northwest Ohio and uh, and other parts, of course, of the state. But uh, um, boy, I tell you what, when it when it has rained, it has rained a lot. We've had some pretty uh, pretty significant downpours. It was it was funny as I was um, taking the kids home from school earlier today at. Uh, the first two stops, it was a little sprinkle, not not too bad, but boy, by the time we got to right to the end of the route, I mean, it just came down in buckets. And <clears throat> I told one young boy, I said, "Well, you be careful now; it, you might melt out there." And he gave me this uh, perplexed look, and he thought to himself, and I could hear it uh, getting ready to come out. And then he said it. <laughs> he says, "I cannot melt in the rain. I take baths." <laughs> so, just um, I tell you what, kids say that say the funniest thing sometimes when you. And you say something to them, and uh, uh, <laughs> I guess it's true. We can't melt in the rain, but boy, you know, it uh, it is fun. And, and one boy was like, he was all excited because he's like, oh, I'm going to take my jacket out. But mom says anything about it getting wet, it's on her for not giving me an umbrella. <laughs> well, but uh, but anyway, I hope that you've uh, hope that you've been uh, dry and, and uh, just kind of just enjoying this, 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 <laughs> this rain that God has given to us here today and and just uh, for yourself, wherever it's at, maybe for you, it's a chance to slow down and, and just take in. You know, sometimes on these wet and dreary days, it can be uh, almost tiresome with just, just the, the grayness, right? It just kind of makes us want to sleep a little longer and not uh, be motivated to do a whole lot. And it's also a moment where we can take and just uh, just soak in what uh, what God is giving to us on this day and uh uh, you know, just just be in the presence of God. Just be in the presence of Christ. Uh, maybe it's uh, time to spend a little extra time reading Scripture or being in prayer or just just thanking God for the blessings that He's given to you and to your family. Well, tonight here at the as we come to a close this week, I want to touch on uh, this this pursuing God's call in our lives and and you know. You know, I've talked about how we have to be open, our hearts open to the message that God gives to us, and that as we're more open to it, we'll hear His His voice in our lives more intimately. and And then we have to really understand that God does this because He has not only granted us with blessings, but He has also created us to be very unique. All of us having different paths, different journeys to travel on, and so we have to remember that, that, that my calling is different than yours. Even if it's similar in nature, there's still some uniqueness to it because of the blessings that God has given to us. And then all of this is, is bound in the fact that we have a responsibility to serve God in the world because the world needs to hear and to see us as we journey through this life. And that brings us to today. All of that said means that we we have to get off the bench. No longer can we sit on the sidelines and just wait for, for God to call us into the game. We have to we have to get out there. We have to serve God and, and be his light in a dark world because the world so desperately needs it. And and so we're going to look at that a little bit here tonight. We're going to look at a passage of scripture that, that I hope can remind you that God is calling you not to sit on the sidelines, but to get out there and serve him in the world around us. And so let's, let's dive into this tonight on the front porch.
So God has has set you apart. God has called you into a, a particular ministry, or or maybe it's just to serve Him in the world around you in a particular way with the family that He has given to you. And 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 like I said, all sorts of different ways that we can be called into that. And and the truth is, really, what it requires of us though is is to really to just get off the bench, to to get off the sidelines of life, and no longer wonder, but just accept what God has said to us. And and there's some ways that we can do that. Uh, I want to kind of touch on a couple of those here tonight. But but I want you to know that I mean, God is is without a doubt. Even if you your relationship with Him is on shaky ground, or or it's just starting out, and 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 maybe you're just struggling with life, and 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 you just think to yourself, if if if, if I wasn't struggling. And then maybe I could follow what God may, might be calling me into, or better yet, I'll be willing to listen to what God might be saying to me. But this struggle that I'm in is just is just too great, and and I get that, I understand that, and and, and yet God, I think, still needs us to get off the bench, off the sidelines of life. When I uh, when I was looking into ministry as as a as a calling not as a career, but as a calling. I, I, I really wasn't 100% sure how I would go about doing that. Um, and I, I remember thinking to myself, I need, I need advice, I need some guidance. And so I, I remember sitting down with the pastor of the church I was serving and I had great respect for her still to this very day, I have immense respect for her and I sat down with her and I told her, you know, what I was wrestling with and what I was thinking about it. And I may have shared with, with some of you before, but she just looked at me and says, about time. And I'll never forget those words, about time. And I chuckled and she said, you know, because I've seen it in you for, for years. She had been the pastor for several or several years by this point. And she said, I saw it right away and I still continue to see it in you. And, and that was that reassurance. But... I couldn't just sit by and just wait for it to happen. I had to be active. I had to, I had to step off the sidelines, if you will. I had to engage. I had to, I had to look and, and search in that very next. I mean, that was the next step, right? Once it was affirmed, I had to move. I couldn't just wait. And the same is true for you. If you sense God calling you in anything, whether it's to accept the pain and, and, and begin to heal from it or, or it's to move into a new area of life, we can't sit by and just wait. God wants us to be active in that in that search in that in that uh, moment, and and that we must trust in God in in the very moment. Uh, and in the Book of Psalms, there's a the very beginning, in the very very beginning of the Book of Psalms, it says this in verse uh, two and verse. Well, we'll just start with verse two. It says, "Their delight is in the law of the Lord, and on His law." And and, and let me pause there for a minute because the word law, um, Torah, or Torah, depending on how you read it, is basically God's instructions, uh, the instruction manual that God gives to us in this life we live. And whether it's the Old Testament or New Testament, it's the scriptures, right? It's God's speaking into our lives. And so uh, he talks about, David, here in the opening of this, it says uh, that we are to, to take delight in what God says into our lives. And that we're to, to meditate, it goes on to say, and, and we're to meditate day and night. God will speak into your life. That I can assure you, 
sometimes you're going to hear it and sometimes you're not. But, but the assurance is that when God does speak into your life, you must, you must follow that. We must take pleasure in trying to search that out. I, it, I kind of equate it to this, and maybe you've done this before, but have you ever gone on a scavenger hunt where there's clues that lead you from one space to the next? Well, it's, it's through those clues, it's through those steps that you begin to figure out what it means what it means to follow Christ. But you have to be willing to do that. You can't just look at the clue and say, okay, well, that's that. You have to explore. You have to research. You have to figure it out. You have to wrestle with it. And it's the same thing when it comes to hearing God and, and, and following what God calls you into. Because if you don't, you end up just sitting there. You end up just staying there. Um, I read a story of a police chief in Wisconsin. And he was approaching retirement and he wasn't that old. And, and like a lot of officers in, in, in our country, they retire early because of the rigors of the job. And he really wrestled with, he knew God was calling him somewhere. And, and he wondered, what should he do? What should he do? He knew his skills. He knew how to manage people. He knew how to plan. He, he had great leadership abilities. But he wanted to serve God. He ended up following his heart and, more importantly, God's message to serve God within the church. But he did that after many, many months of studying, of, of listening, and then and, and, and truly accepting the nudges, as he would say in a quote, to follow God. He said, he said doors would open for me at the right moment, at the right time. And, and even when they were challenging to walk through, he said, I had to do it in faith. And I think the same thing is, is for all of us. It's these, uh, these clues that God lays out for us. And, and when you look at this passage of scripture, that is what it's talking about. Because if you add verse one to it, he says, happy are those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or take the path that sinners tread or sit on the seat of scoffers. In other words, people are happy when they engage within their faith when they engage with the the spirit of god in verse three is it says they referring to those who follow god are like trees planted by streams of water they yield fruit in the season and leaves do not wither and in all that they do they prosper do you hear that the word prosper if you're just desiring this this ability to prosper in your faith journey it requires you to step off the sidelines and engage within the relationship with Christ and understand you're not going to know it all. But using God's word through the scriptures to begin to understand it. Now, even when you wrestle with it, and I want to emphasize that word wrestling, because if we don't engage in what God says in the text, then all we're doing is regurgitating and not not, not we're almost like, I'm going to take this and I'm just going to sit it over here, but I'm not going to do anything with it. It would be like, I'm going to cook food, but I, and I'm going to go buy all the supplies and I'm going to sit them on the counter until they rot because I don't want to actually do the work. Then why buy them in the first place, right? And it's the same thing. I want to know what is for my life. And so I'm going to take what God gives to me, but I'm not going to use it. And... And that does no good. 
does no good. You you will struggle in life. And I want to emphasize this. When I talk about you know following what God says and, and accepting that message of hope in our lives, it, it is not so we can have a new career. It's so that we serve God in the way God is calling us to serve him. We must observe what God is laying at our feet. Nowhere in scripture does it tell us to go serve the homeless or, or go to a soup kitchen and make food. What it talks about is that our hearts must be open to helping those in need. To, to, to reaching out to the naked. Jesus says these things, not because he's trying to specifically pinpoint something we're to do, but that to encourage us that God is calling us all uniquely and passionately to serve him in the world in whatever it is that we're going to do, at whatever juncture of life we're in. Because not all of us are at a place where we're looking for a new job. We might be very happy in what we do, but are we serving God in that place? Are we serving God within the confines of our homes? Are we serving God within the confines of our community? Are we living out our faith? And here is why I think it is so important that we, that we look into this and we wrestle with this and we figure this out. Because in all of this, in every moment of this, this is about engaging in our faith, engaging in our relationship with God. Because there will be moments of pain and suffering. There'll be moments of great trials in our lives. But if we don't engage with God, whether it's to live out the, the calling that God has for us on our lives or to walk in faith through the storms we're in, we'll never be able to do any of that if we do not, if we do not follow the message of hope that God gives to us. We have to get off the bench, no matter what place we're at in life. This is, the world needs it. The world needs you. I promise you, there is someone in your community right now who could benefit from your counsel, could benefit from your prayers, could benefit just from your presence in their lives. So why deny God the ability to work through you for someone around you? Because too often, too often in this life, we find ourselves struggling every day to take these steps of faith. We, we are, we're getting older, we're getting slower and tired. And we think to ourselves, my, my usefulness is over. And I promise you that so far from the truth because God nowhere in scripture says once you reach this point in life you are no longer valuable to me you're no longer useful to me I promise you that that in every moment of your journey of faith God is saying you are unique you're beautiful and it is in you that I will use to glorify my kingdom follow me Jesus says, follow me, for I may bless the world. And so 
if throughout this week as we talked about these pursuing what God calls us into, if you've thought to yourself, I'm past that point in my life, you can't be. Because until you are with Christ in heaven, until you've reached those glorious, wonderful gates, there is always, always something God is calling you into do. Some way to serve him as a light in the community that you're in. And maybe you don't get out and meet a lot of people, but boy, you can be on your knees praying. You'll be reading scriptures and, and asking God to, to bless the community you're in. You pick up the phone or write letters, knit blankets or color something, all sorts of different steps. Maybe you can't drive yet because you're too young. Go to Maybe you don't have a lot of friends. But in all of that, whatever the excuse may be, God responds by saying, not true, because I have a plan to work through and in you for the glory of my kingdom, for the beauty of the world I've created, and it's gonna be through you. If you're wrestling with it through yourselves, I want you to know without a doubt, God is gonna work through you tonight. It's gonna work through you this weekend. Are you going to let him? Or are you going to put up that wall? I'm going to offer a prayer tonight for that very step that you may, your very self, feel the love of God working in and through you for those around you. Let us pray. The Lord be with you. Loving Father, I, I just give thanks to you tonight for for your voice in our lives, for your voice in our hearts. And I just acknowledge, Lord, that at times it is hard to hear that voice because we enjoy sitting back on the sidelines and watching you work. And, and yet, Lord, that's not what you need. You need us to get off that bench. And so, Lord, I ask for your encouragement tonight. I ask that you you lift us up and, and, and encourage us to take that step onto the field, onto the playing surfaces that are laying before us so that we may be a light for someone in our lives, even if we never make them. Because in truth, when we do that for others, we do so much more for ourselves. And it's not about being selfish, but it's acknowledging your work, your handiwork in this beautiful world. That there is always hope awaiting. There is always joy right around the corner. And so bless us all, Lord, as we enter into this weekend. Let us find and feel your presence. Let us know with joy the love you have for us. Lord, I give thanks to you. Sing your holy praises in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, brothers and sisters, it's been a wonderful week, hasn't it? We've had some good weather nights. and you know, We had a little rain here and there. But all of it is great and glorious because Christ has been with us on the front porch every night, just as he's always been just as he always will be. So as you go into this week, may you just find that moment of great joy with Christ, whatever you're doing, wherever you're at, and know that he's speaking right into your hearts. So go after him. Go after that calling. Because it'll change the world. It'll change the life. Friends, thank you for stopping by the front porch tonight. Have an amazing weekend. 
God bless you, and may you be the face of Christ. Good night from the front porch. We'll see you on Monday.